When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to part two of the Scobro Show. This is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield, still coming at you here on Tuesday night. With me, as always, oh, it was so sweet. You got to do it again. My big brother, Rich. Rich, how are you? We're still breathing in that sweet smell. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Got, I mean, big, big game coming up. Big game. They just finished hey, every game. This, a big game for the Steelers. You know, it's it's, it's one of those where you know, as, as I said in part one, you know, I, I in the staff picks article, I'd pick the Steelers not to win this game. I really, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. Does that mean I wasn't sitting there rooting my tail off for the Steelers? I just kept saying, "We're uh, the whole game." I just kept saying, "We're still in it. We're still in it. We're still in it." And then it was finally like, yes, okay. and then it was like no, and then it was like, oh crap, they're going for two. <laughs> yep. I mean, it was so nice to be pacing around my living room again and jumping up and down and, you know, pulling the terrible towel around my neck is what I do when I'm nervous and everything else. Um, Yeah, I'd rather have the heart attacks than what we had the week before. Exactly, exactly. They're like, oh, this team puts me through so much. You know what? I'd rather be put through so much than to be sitting there in the middle of the second quarter. I'm like. This, 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 over. This, this is done. <laughs> you know, I might yeah. as well get some work done. You know, it's pretty bad when I can start writing done of the week in the third quarter. Um, um, things of that nature. So, yeah, it, it was, I got to bring up, <laughs> Sean took my advice because he likes to, I'm like, if you want to drop more comments in there with Super Chats, 
give only give two dollars. But Sean Man had two dollars in the tip jar. He's like Steelers, 37 sacks. Vikings, 36 sacks. One versus two. I knew the Steelers moved up to one with 37. I was still compiling my stats for Stat Geek. And that is correct. The Vikings have 36 sacks. So that's going to be an interesting matchup to look at on Thursday night. It really is. Um, the Steelers offensive line um, are going is, you know, they'll, they'll be tested with that. The other thing I want to look at as much as anything is how much do they surrender? So that, and I talk about that on my stat geek. So that's definitely something that, that you'll hear uh, Thursday morning. If that's something that you like to tune into um, um, it, it'll be there just so you know. Rich, I, I still I I've hit two of my five main points that I had from this past game that I'm just like, we gotta talk about this. Okay. Here's a quick one. You ready? Yes, let's yes. I was gonna say we need to go a little more rapid yeah. fire with him. Deontay Johnson and the game that he had where he went from the drop, and you're like, depending on your source, that was either his first or his second drop of the season. Right. You know, four a four-point drop. Turns around, catches eight balls out of the other 10 passes he was thrown. You know, some of them were before that one for over 100 yards. I think it was 108 and two touchdowns. Okay. Deontay Johnson did in that game exactly what the Steelers needed to do. And that was, you know, when you look at their last couple game stretch, take the bad play that you had and put it behind you and come out and show what you could do. Yeah. And that's exactly what the Steelers need to do. They needed to shake off what happened in Cincinnati the week before and come out here against Baltimore and show what they could do, and they did. Did we really have that that much confidence that they would? I I knew deep down that I they didn't. could. The question is, what was the what what was the likelihood that they would do it? That's what it really came down to. I didn't know if they could do enough to get a W. Yeah. That you know what you basically summed up what I was saying. Before, I think the Steelers would play better. I just didn't know that it would be enough to get a win. So, um, yeah, so that's just some some interesting stuff. Thought, I, thought I'd throw that one out there. Here's here's another one. Okay. Uh, I talked about that. I want to save that one. Um, there's some people. Now, I'm going to say it. Live chat. This is not you because this was something that happened now, it could be you, maybe if you're out there, but I'm talking about like out in Steelers world, you know, Steelers Twitter, which sometimes can really bring you down. Everyone was, they wanted, it, the cool thing to do was for Steelers fans to run down the Steelers. I talked about in the preview that I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, you ask out the, you ask out the, the, the love of your life, this, this gorgeous girl. And when she rejects you next thing, you know, um, she's ugly and not very nice. Okay, just because you feel rejected. That's how we were rejected by the Steelers in their performance before. Okay, you know, don't don't be like that. You're so afraid that other people are going to tell tell you as a Steelers fan how bad your team is, so you want to beat them to the punch to tell them how bad it is, and then you take it next level. Reports come out that Ben Roethlisberger is expecting this to be his last season, which we all kind of felt was going to happen anyway. It wasn't. I know the way they another news water is is wet. You know, yeah, I was gonna say the way they redid his contract, every yeah, you know, we start talking about that way back in the summer. That, but people were saying, well, what if Ben really does want to come back? And you know, you just never knew. But it's and it still he never used the R word. It was when he said about not being back. It wasn't he wasn't saying it was 
the report did not say it was by his choice. It was just the way things were going to be and the way things were going to work out. But that's a whole different story. But we, you know, we put that argo out there and things like that. And people were like, oh, I mean, they just wanted to completely tear him to pieces. I'm like, Think about everything that you did have with Ben. I mean, when you're talking about calling it a career, you should be thinking about the whole career and not just the last two games. You know what I'm saying? That was kind of bad. The thing that got me, I kind of always had at the back of my mind, I'm like, everyone's saying TJ Watts out, but the Steelers are not. So the beat reporters are saying, oh, TJ Watts not going to be available. Like, Coach Tomlin never said it. None of the coaches ever said it. They aren't saying they expect him but no one's ruling him out. And I'm like, no one said that he's had symptoms. I wouldn't be surprised if he can get the two tests to come back. And when Friday rolled around, did. when Friday rolled around and nothing was being said, I'm like, I bet you he got a negative test Friday. Oh, and the then, thing it, is, and I, then next thing you know, it came out, he got a negative test, just had to pass one more and he was in. I was like, oh, I thought he might've had two by Friday. And here's why, because, you know, in, in, in typical, Steelers beat writers fashion. They were kind of being eerie about something going on. I'm like, is it good or is it bad? I'm like, if it's good, it's good. TJ's back. I started to get an article ready about TJ coming back. Then to find out what it was, was it was that Cam Hayward wasn't at practice because he was sick. Okay. So I'm like, well, that article's no good. And I chucked it. Little did I realize a few hours later, I I needed it again (laughs) because that's when the whole positive test came out. Um, so there was that, but I just, I couldn't get over when the report came out finally on Saturday that TJ Watt was playing. How many Steelers fans out there on the toxic Steelers Twitter thought that it didn't matter? Thought that the team was too far gone and, oh, he played terrible last week. It's not going to matter. And I'm, I was not, not I was not just that, but livid. I saw people. I saw people that said, "You know what? Just rest it. Just rest it. Because we don't. We, you know, we're we're playing for draft picks now, but, anyway." But other people, there was a lot of people on Twitter that were saying Cam Hayward was out. I'm like, he didn't practice, but he wasn't even on the injury report. Yep. If you think there's a chance he's not playing, they got to put him as questionable. And they're like, "Nope, he's going to be fine by Sunday." And, I, pointed, I, mean, I, I pointed that out because, you know, when I, when I lived in Virginia or, you know, I was part of Facebook group, you know, um, I lost the name of it, whatever this, um, the Hampton, whatever. Hampton Roads. Roads. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, someone had posted on there about, Oh, and cams out. And I had to come and say, no, 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 no. Nothing says, says cams out yet. He didn't practice Friday listed as an illness, but he has no game designation. So the option for him to play is still there because they would have at least had to list him as questionable. And they, they didn't, expect him, and they they didn't expect him to, move him into the questionable category on Saturday, but, which they could have done, and they did yes. not. But that all comes out. And people, I was really upset about the whole T.J. Watt downplaying the importance of the game. I put out a tweet out there, and I'm just like, for those of you saying, oh, well, well we didn't play well, uh, you know, He's a two-time finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. If T.J. Watt's on the field, if T- even if T.J. Watt wasn't 
you didn't know how much of a TJ Watt you were going to get. Guess what? We got a really good TJ yeah, Watt. Yeah, we had. We, yes, we did. And there's a Steelers vertex going to be out at 10 a.m. on Wednesday morning about that. Okay, but with myself and Jeffrey Benedict, where we do that, we got a really good TJ Watt on Sunday. But even if you didn't, that has to change what the Ravens were doing. If Taco Charlton is starting in in, in place of TJ Watt, guess what the Ravens are going to do? They're going to go at Taco Charlton. But yeah. if TJ Watt's right there, they're going to go away from TJ Watt. It changes what they want to do. And wouldn't you, you know, Alex Highsmith went from, oh, you're our, you're going to be the number one outside linebacker, and they're going to go away from you to now, all right, guess what? They're going to be coming at you. You got to be ready for it. Yeah. That's and a his, big deal. And, and his run defense on Sunday was. I thought it was fantastic, but my, he got a terrible good. run grade from PFF. Yeah, I'm I mean, not sure why, because doing? he was tackling was for dumb. loss. I don't know. Yeah. But, all right. Hey, we got super chats. Let's get them. Yeah, we, okay, we got super chats. Sorry. Okay, um, you got that one. Sean Manhattan, two dollars again. Hey, see, I, I'm I'm telling you what to do, letting you get more words in there. He says, in the word of TO, Ben's my quarterback. <laughs> yep. You know, that's my quarterback. So um, you got to say it the, r- the right way, the way he tried to type it in. Uh, the other one, we got Steel Dog 88 here, $5 in the tip jar. Thank you. It says, get mad at the decision Ben makes, but not at the legacy of Ben. Yeah. You, yes, whether you're talking because- about off-field stuff or just how things are playing out the end, the thing is, but because you're frustrated with the season, don't poo-poo on, on who – is arguably the greatest quarterback for the fran- the franchise has ever seen. Go ahead, Rich. You can say about any quarterback on it, you know, any great quarterback on any team. At yeah. some point in time, they're going to go, you know, er- you know everybody's going to have peaks and valleys. You know, mm-hmm. when they're going through the valleys, pick on them for their play currently, or as, as Steel Dog says here, you know, their decisions at that point in time, not, not, oh, they suck. Well, yeah. No, they made some bad decisions in a game. You know, what if they fix it for the next game? Boom. Mm-hmm. There you go. So yeah, yeah, yep. So I I was just. What do you? I, you, I, still, I, you still got one on your list? I do. Don't you? Oh yeah, I got one more on my list. I wanted okay. to say this. Let's one. get to but it. I just wanted to say that for those of you that you were so down on the Steelers that you were downplaying the return of TJ Watt. I have to say is I hope you got a reality check. Now we know this game doesn't change everything. This isn't like I don't I don't want to be like those people in or, or last season that thought when the Steelers came back in the second half against the, the Colts that everything was miraculously fixed. That wasn't the case, and that's not the case here. That's hence the title of the show, which is what, Rich? Still, the Steelers still have work. Still to do. have work to do. You can't take this game and say, "Oh well, everything's uh, everything's, everything's great everything's now." Yep. No, what got you there was heart, hard work, and as I like to say, playing hard. Okay, you got to play hard. You got to keep it up. You you you've shown what you can do, so if you don't play, you know I'm not saying you have to play perfect. I mean, like the Steelers didn't have any turnovers. You know, sometimes fluky things are going to happen. But the week before, you didn't play hard. You you just looked like you weren't playing hard and that you had no heart. Okay, if you go back to that, you sh- you show 
what kind of player you really are individually and collectively as coach Tom likes to say, let's hit this last point. I wanted to look up the exact time that was left in the game. I'll get it as we're talking, but uh, it, it is believed that the, that, that the Baltimore Ravens intentionally jumped off sides at, um, at the end of the game um, when the Steelers were getting down close, um, close to scoring. I'm trying to find the exact play. Um, I'll get it here in a second. Um, second and two. It, it, yeah, I knew it was second two. I was. I wanted to tell you how much time was left because that was going to be um, important. Forty-eight. Um, it was coming out of the coming out of the two-minute warning. It was coming out of the two-minute warning. Okay, that that and they probably decided at the two-minute warning that it was second and two on the thirteen. That you're like they're like oh uh oh, if the Steelers get the first down, and not you know let's say they get it on the next play, you know and then it can run 40 seconds off or we've got to use a timeout, you know, or they don't get on that play and they have to run another play and more time comes off. We had to use another, they're going to have a chance to run down the clock and possibly kick the field goal with, with no time left being short. So they decide to, without taking any time off the clock to jump off sides, give the Steelers the five yards, the first down, which then makes it, First and goal from the eight. The question that was posed to me in an email, and it was a good question, but remember, this is also a question with hindsight. So you also got to think about in the moment. The question was, should you have declined the penalty? If they were wanting to give you the yards to give you the first down to save it, do you decline the penalty? Good question, isn't it? If they want to play that mind game, do you play it back? It's kind of while you're thinking about it. I'm just going to, I'm just for everyone else out there. It's kind of like when the team, you know, oh, they're going to go for it on fourth and three um, at at the, you know, right at the fifty yard line. Um, Oh, they're lining it up. Oh, they're trying to get them to jump off sides. Oh, they're going to burn a timeout. No, they're going to take a delay a game. Sometimes you take a delay a game to give your punter a little bit more room. And sometimes the delay game gets declined because yeah. they don't want to give your punter more room. Should they have declined this penalty? And some people were saying, yeah, looking back at how everything played out, it's easy to say yes. Correct. But I take the penalty because I get the first down to get the first and goal. Exactly. I, I say in that moment, what there's happens? No gear- there's no guarantee you convert the first down, in which point in yes. time then it's done the same thing. What happens if on the next play you jump off sides or you get called for a penalty? What you know, you get called for a hold or an offensive pass interference or something crazy like that happens. You know, now is that living in your fears? Sure. My thing is when in the NFL do you ever n- decline a penalty that gives you a first down? Okay, that is extremely rare. You know, the if only time de- you ever take de- points off the board is if it's going to give you a first down. Like if you kick a field goal and there's a penalty, you're you're declining that penalty unless it gives you a first down, you got a chance to get more. Go ahead. If we decline that mm-hmm. and then we do not end up scoring a touchdown, mm-hmm. And we lose that game. All we would hear is, 
fire Tomlin. <laughs> That's what I said in the response when um when I was asked this question. Um, that I said, think of the other what happens otherwise. If you decline that penalty because you'd think they're trying to, I mean, everyone would have been like, Why in the world would they decline that penalty? Why would you decline that penalty? I mean, if you do that and then you don't get the first down and you kick the field goal, everybody's like, What? Even Fire the reason. Tomlin. The reason you take that penalty is you are still eight yards from the goal line. And Baltimore was just basically saying, you know what? Rather than defend 12 yards, we're we still feel comfortable defending eight and getting the and only having to do it for three plays rather than to have to defend 12 for four or five plays. That was what they were saying. They still weren't gonna, they still were not gonna give up, try to not give up that touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Now, the other thing I wondered, too, was it so much that they deliberately jumped off sides saying, oh, guys, we're going to go jump off sides? Or was it, guess the snap count. If you guess wrong, nothing hurt. Uh, that might have been it. That might have, that could have just as easily been it. So, you know, but notice what they also did. They They were going to do it in a way where it wasn't a free play. Yes. That it was going to be an unabated to the quarterback, they have to blow it dead. Cuz they didn't want to just jump off sides and give give the Steelers the free play and then if they score the touchdown then you're like, oh well. Well, but then they would have had more time. But it was about they didn't want to give up the touchdown, but they did want to save some time. And it I I understand why it was a good strategy, but at the same time if you're on offense, you have to say you don't take it for granted when you can get the extra set of downs, you get the extra set of downs. So, but um, it, it's a, that was just a good question. Um, it's a great, it's a great strategy question. Yeah. I Honestly, there's no right answer. There's only the right answer with whatever decision you made. Yeah. And luckily for the Steelers, they made the decision. They took it. They scored the touchdown, which to me was huge. Yes. Getting the touchdown no. was huge. The touchdown was huge. The two-point conversion, two conversion was just as important. Because well, I like, oh, they have to get this conversion. They have to get this conversion. Because I didn't want them not getting it. And then, yeah. Then yeah, the but the first thing was the touchdown was huge because the touchdown took the Ravens' best player, in my opinion, mm -hmm. out from winning the game. And Justin Tucker. Yes. Now I'm glad you said it the way you did because I was worried that you were going to say about because the touchdown did take out the one of their best defenders for the season. Yes, it was on the touchdown play that Marlon Humphrey tore his pack, trying to keep Deontay Johnson from being able to dive in the end zone. So I mean he he was it's 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 terrible that a player gets injured like that, but man he was going for it. He was trying to keep him out, and it, it and. Ended up getting hurt. So um, I don't like when players get hurt. I really don't. Um, I, don't, I, don't I don't care who, you know, who you cheer for. So that's, that, that was interesting. Um, the, the two point conversion and the call there. One other strategy question, just to follow up before we get onto this week. Sure. Mike Tomlin called timeout before the two point conversion. Normally, I would scream my head off at that. Not this time. What do you no. think of the timeout for the two-point conversion? Um, 
it was needed this time. Was it just me or was it Cam Hayward they were trying to get on the field? I thought that's who was on the sideline trying to run in. Have a run back, wasn't going to get out there. Correct. I'm like, if you've got to call timeout to get Cam Hayward on the field, call timeout, call timeout. to yes. get Cam Hayward on the field. Correct. And then, of course, they're whining about that he was lined up offside. We're not going to go right back in. No, we're not even going to yeah. get into that. At so, all. Um, then, and Steelers pessimists are going to continue to say, oh, well, the Steelers got lucky on stopping that two point conversion. You know what? They made their own luck. TJ Watt disrupted the play. That was a brilliant play call, by the way. Oh, it was. I mean, yeah, we, that, we got talking about it in the Slack channel. That we got talking about in the Slack channel. Um, who threw up the the tape, Jeffrey? Jeffrey, yeah, put yeah, it up. And, and the question and, was, who was responsible for Andrews? He was needed for a film room. We were trying to figure out, and a lot of people were blaming Devin Bush. A lot of people were blaming Terrell Edmonds. But if you really look at it, it was probably Minka Fitzpatrick. It was probably Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, you know, normally I I told this story on, oh my goodness, I think it was the press conference recap podcast that the final play I ever coached in in high school was defending a two-point conversion to where if we, if we, it was for a tie and not for the win. The other team was going for They've... Don't ask about the situation that set up that play. But anyway, but their best player had just ran about 130 total yards in order to score a touchdown with no time on the clock um, and couldn't stay on the field. And I, I said to the coach, my the defensive coordinator said, if you need it, use it. If you don't, play it. He's like, I'm not letting them get set. We're ready to play this. And not only did we stop the two-point conversion, we got it for a five-yard loss. Um, it was fantastic. So sometimes you don't want to use that. But in this case, I think they made the right call. Yes, because you got to have Cam Hayward on the field. you got to have Cam Hayward on the field. Correct. Now, Anything else you want to say? Okay, go ahead. I, I, I do want to say just a couple quick things about the, the missed two-point conversion by, by Baltimore. Okay. Their, the design of their play – was every good as book as good or even better than the one the Steelers had run, you know, a couple of minutes before. Okay. Yeah. It was a great design and it got their guy open. The reason the play did not succeed for Baltimore was because TJ Watt is a freak. Yeah. They were optioning him. That was the option. Is Watt going to go with with Edwards? Not Edwards. Andrews. Andrews. Sorry. Was Watt, was Watt going to go with Andrews, or was he going to go after the quarterback? If he goes with the tight end, Lamar's running that in. If he goes after Lamar, he's throwing it to Andrews. Yes. But the problem was TJ, TJ made him, cha- made him change his arm angle. Yeah. Yep. Changed the arm angle, which mm-hmm. then changed the trajectory of the ball, which did, mm-hmm. which made it so that it was close. Yes, it was too close for my comfort. Yeah, but you know, Andrews then wasn't able to come up with it. But I mean, there's so many plays in there that you're like, oh, that's the one play. There's, there's how many one plays do you get? That was a third down play where they connected to Deontay Johnson to dive into the touchdown zone, um, to to score that one. The Steelers had to convert their own two point conversion on one play in order to make that worthwhile. The one play where DJ where DJ dropped the ball in the first half that was a four point play. There's a bunch of one plays that make yeah. up a game. A missed extra point. You know what I'm saying? So many one plays make up a game. So. 
we're going over a little bit tonight, but that was a lot. That was a big game, so there was a lot to talk about. Yeah, there was. You, you, oh, there almost always is when you have good close games with Baltimore. Yeah, and I, I don't like the fact that Minnesota's coming off of losing to the Lions. Um, but then again, when when the Steelers came off of tying the Lions, they gave up forty one points the next game. Um, so I watched the end of that game because I wanted to see Minnesota because you know they were playing the one o'clock game and uh, the Steelers game wasn't on yet. So I watched. I was watching that. That was that was crazy. So the Steelers travel to Minnesota. When it comes to this game, at, and I I've said this several times. I think I said it the post game. I've said it to other people. So if you've heard it before, I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but some of you might not have heard this. So I did not pick the Steelers to win this game when the schedule came out. The reason was I looked at it and I said, yikes, you got to play the Ravens, which is usually a game that even if guys aren't out for the season, or something, that people are banged up. And then you've got to turn around and play on the road on Thursday after playing the Ravens, that's just, that's asking too much. But man, oh man, did this team come out of this game about as healthy as can be. Yeah. I mean, BJ Finney early, but I still think you got a better game out of the glue than you would have had out of Finney. Yep. Probably. Okay. And, and then so much so nobody else, when the Steelers actually took the practice field on Tuesday, Monday's, um, injury report was estimated because they didn't practice, but they still have to do three for the game. They they practiced on Tuesday. Everybody was full except the two players that missed the game and Finney who left the game. Everybody else was full. What more can you ask for coming out of a Ravens game? I just can't believe that this is the scenario going into Thursday. Do you think that play comes into play? Yes, because what do we have going on for the Vikings? Well, here's the thing that's shocking. Yes. Do you know that Dalvin Cook was a limited participant in practice today? Was he really? Yes. Man. He was. My question is, are they pulling a Russell Wilson? Where he's going to be Wilson Showed up limited against the Steelers when yeah. they were practicing that week. You know, they thought Cook would go on the IR. I mean, yeah. It's kind of like Joe Hayden. Even if Joe Hayden was close, it's hard to come back when you miss a game when it's the short week. You're If you can get through, you're better off trying to come back after the extended rest afterwards. Do you think they're just messing with the Steelers? Do you think there's a chance he plays? There could be a chance he plays. Yeah. Because the way we just came off a game that said we had to win, they're now coming up against a yeah. game that they're, they probably feel they have to win. Yeah. Well, they're, I think they're five and seven, but they're, they're still only yeah, but in the NFC. Game, they're not out of it. They're one game out of the last playoff spot. Right. Isn't it? Is it six right. and six? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So they're, they're up against it. Steelers, you know, they're up against it. They're going on the road. I'm going to talk about Thursdays on my stat geek. I used to always say, yeah, be it, oh, I'll be interested to see what goes yeah. on with cook, but Thielen's going to be out. Yeah. Thielen, um, Darisol is probably going to be out, which means they have their shifted around offensive line again. Yep. Um, but I mean, they don't give up a lot of sacks and neither do the Steelers. Um, but they both, both defenses get a lot of sacks. 
So um, lots of lots of stuff like that, that that'll go into this game. We're going to break it all down a little bit more tomorrow night in the Steelers preview. Notice I said that tomorrow night. That's Wednesday. We will be going early in the preview. I'm going to say we're going around seven o'clock. I don't know that that's definite. Uh, that's the best time for me. So I'm going to, I'll put that out there and then tell, tell Brian and Jeff. Yeah, tell Brian, oh, Jeff I announced, sorry, I announced oh, it on Scobro. We have to go at seven. No, because for, for those out there <laughs> listening or, or watching on this, uh, by the way, that is a total Dave move. Yeah. He's pulled stuff <laughs> like that since we were kids. That's exactly Dave's oh, way of thinking. Come on. You talking about me pulling stuff when we were kids? Who, what would you do? You would use me no. all the time to get what you wanted. You would always send me to talk to mom and dad because I was more likely to get the yes. You know you would do it. I, you of did course it I sent you because you were more <laughs> likely to get the yes. You were the baby. They never said no to you. They well, it's not that they never said no, but they were a lot more likely to say yes to me than anyone else. What are you talking about? <laughs> I still do that, by the way, with our parents. <laughs> except now I don't send you. Okay? You said, you said Kyle. I did this yesterday. I sent Kyle. <laughs> you know what? Um, my own kids you know, do you that know, with, while, with, with their youngest, while, especially with my wife. Once in a while, yeah. our mom listens to these. I hope she listens to these because <laughs> she'll probably, it wasn't so much at her. It was at her dad yesterday that yeah. I did this. Mom will know what it was and she'll laugh. Yeah, our, our parents finally got good internet so they can actually watch our show. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we have to be a little bit more careful with what we say. So with that, um, that was a lot of fun. We've got to get the score. scores because we've yeah. got to give everyone their chance to say their scores. We've got 128 people in the live chat right now. People are going to be ready to put in their scores. So Don't get it ready. Cue it up. Type it in. Don't hit Don't. send. Don't, Don't press send. send. Don't press send. Okay. Wait until I put the thing in the live chat and say that it's there because we let rich go first without being influenced by anyone else. And then we will read all of yours as fast as we can. If you don't say a team, we assume it's sealers. So if you just want to put numbers to go faster, you can. Okay. But rich, what do you have for a score and a winner for Thursday night? All right. So um, the majority, the large majority of the sealers games this year have been close. Okay. Yes. Minnesota has lost seven games this year. All, all by less than one score. Yeah. Uh, this game will be close. Mm -hmm. Steelers pull it out 24-21. <laughs> You're going with my score from last week. Yes. Except it was the other way. 24-20. And you know, you know, th that's kind of interesting how that those numbers play out. Um, I'll tell you about that later. So there's your score. It is in the live chat. It is in there for you to get your scores, and they're probably going to all pop up at once and overwhelm me, and that's okay. This is the favorite part of the show for Rich because he loves seeing me butcher names. Um, so but you'll get the first one right. So go. We'll get the first one. It already jumped ahead. Okay, Steel Dog 88, 27-24 Steelers. TJ breaks Harrison's sack record. They're tied right now at 16. TJ's played in 10 games. He's at 16 sacks. And actually, that means, and actually two of those 10 games were only partials. Yes, exactly. But if he if he keeps his average in games he actually plays, and he plays the last five games, that would be eight sacks. That's the NFL record. NFL record's 22 and a half. He's got a chance at it. And they're like, oh, 17 games. He's already, he won't. The most games TJ can play this year is 15. So yep. we'll see how that goes. So sorry that I, I'm, I'm letting lots of scores come in the live chat. George Whoa. tested. Go ahead. Say it. 
16 for the Steelers, Viking six. Okay, 16 six. All right. Uh, Brian Brown says 2718 Steelers. Derek Watt scores a TD. <laughs> that would be great. BF Bud. Um, I gotta make sure the BF Bud get is, is getting a, I'm getting a hold on me because uh um I want to make sure he's doing well in that Cleveland game in January. Okay, 26-24, late field goal by Wait, he's, the boss. He's going to that Cleveland game in January. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Bud, catch up with me. I'm going to that game in January. Hey, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, I'm 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 going to the Tennessee game. So uh, I'll be talking about that more next Tuesday. Okay. Yep. Uh Steelers Pittsburgh 20 to 14. Steelers Reginald Rivers 31-21 Steelers. Steeler Chick 46 28 7. Sorry. T- Steelers 28 Viking 17. Want to say that uh, as as good as we can making sure that people are you know, I want to actually read scores. Tyler W. 28-24. Stillers, bad itch. Says, oh, you, you, you missed one. Did I? Okay, well. Yeah, go ahead. You, say, you bring say it up after itch. this one. Yep. Says 17-9 uh, Steelers. What's the Sorry, one? Sorry, he, he buried it in the middle of stuff. Did he? Um, I looked West. through it, and I didn't see the score. Wes, okay. So he's got so a 17-13 teams, in there. 17-13 Pittsburgh. TJ Watt strips that leads to the offensive touchdown. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, I could see that. And it says going to be sluggish for both teams. I could see that. I could see that as well. I'm going to address some of that on on Stat Geek Thursday morning. So make sure you guys tune into that one. If you're if you're in the live chat and you don't listen to the audio only, make sure you go do that. Check us out anywhere you get podcasts. Okay, lumber. Ah, we both hit the same time. Lumber's at stop it. <laughs> lumber's at 94, 24, 10 Stillers. Um, I like the hashtag uh, Bad's Beehive. <laughs> okay, Bad's um, Beehive. Brian Blackstock, 27, 20 Stillers. He says Muth goes in twice. That's not a crazy thought. Okay. Uh, is that nay or is that nay? I'm going to say nay. Nay Drews or Nadrews. Okay. 31, 17 Steelers. Um, Pino Bordon, I'm going to say 34, 23. Um, then he gave another score of 12 to 19, but I don't know which one to trust. Um, M Marcus 39 Steelers, 27, 17 monster 19 24 21 Steelers same as you rich Minnesota kicker Shanks his time expires as usual (laughs) that's hilarious that'd be funny thanks Mean Joe says Steelers 24 18 um Terry Tanner says 28 17 Steelers Nat Stuffco says 9 6 Steelers see to me I think if it's a sloppy game it could even lead to more scores because who's going to be sloppy? The offense or the defense. You just never know. Right. You know, um, Harold Montgomery says uh, 20 to 10 Steelers. Oh, sorry. Harold Montgomery, the second, That's says second. 20 to 10 Steelers. Okay. Outside Steelers fan says good guys, 34 30. Wow. 34 30. Ooh. Jerry Cherry Band says um, Steelers win 16 to 6, like Super Bowl 9. <laughs> I like that one. Um, D's N S O M um, 23, 14 Steelers and Harris over hundred yards rushing. That would be nice. Uh, BF bud says he'll hit you up for that game. BMK bully Bob kennel, 24, 17 Steelers. Um, John Loof, 16 to nine Steelers. Um, D says he'll be at the Tennessee game too. 122 section 122. Um, 122 Roku. That's the crew. Um, Just get come, the 122. Come You'll see, Dave. <laughs> you can't miss me. You can't yeah. miss me. Okay. Um, Dandy Don Houcher. 
I'll say Halcher. Um, 31-34 or 38 Steelers. I guess he's saying 34 or 38. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. He doesn't know if it's going to be by three or by seven. I th- I see what you're saying now. Okay. Um, Tyler W. did ask a good question. Is this the last primetime game for the season? No. no. Monday night football against Monday the Browns. Monday night football against the Browns. It'll only be, I think, the second Monday night game in NFL history. Because you don't usually get Monday night games mm. in week 17 because there was only 17. Um, the only time they've had a Monday night game in January, I think was in 2001 when they had to move the season back a week. Um, I'm not sure. I'll have to go back and check that at some point. Um, um, uh, JDA Delete, or is that Jada Delete? Jada. Jada. Thank you. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. 27-13, can't lose the Zimmer. There you go. George, OTJ, 27-16 Steelers. Um, And I think that's all the all the numbers that we have there. So that was a lot. That was a great, good time. We've really run over, but we had a lot to break down from this game. This was a great game, but guess what? Sorry, bad. Yeah. Sorry. I I had to apologize. Yeah. Yeah. The Steelers still have work to do. Okay. Great win. This is not the, the conclusion season. This can't be, this isn't your high point. The Steelers have work to do. This can't be the high point of your season. It has to be the start of the rise. Yeah. It's not the peak. It's the it's the point of the rising action of what's going to be this season. That with five games left, this is a great time to be on that on that incline. You know, great time to then just take that on, rise up, play well against good opponents, and that way if you can get to the postseason, you'll be one of those teams that will be reckoned with. Um, make sure you are checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And if you're only listening to us on the on YouTube and Facebook Live, really, seriously, check out the audio-only shows. They're really good shows. I mean, Let's Ride is – it's it's the flagship. It is a great – podcast that Jeff Hartman puts out on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Make sure you check that out. You've got my Stat Geek on Thursdays, Live Mike on Tuesdays, lots of other stuff. Um, if you go into like Apple Podcasts and subscribe, you'll get every episode to you. You won't have to worry about finding them. So I highly recommend that. But just thank you all for being here, being active in the live chat tonight, those of you that were here live or those of you listening on podcast form. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate it. We love doing this, so that, and we can't do it without you all. Rich, what do you want to say to uh, in some closing thoughts here? All right, closing thoughts real quick since we've run over so late. Um, short week. It's tough. It is. Tough on the team. Tough on the fans. Mm-hmm. Thursday night games are not fantastic for every, for everybody. However, the one great thing about that, we get Steeler football closer together. Yep. Don't have to don't don't have to wait so long. And you know what I think about that, right? Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Oh, how it rips me, beloved, makes me live for tomorrow.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.